0: The show is broadcasting live from the Podcast Detroit studios in Royal Oak, Michigan. For more information about the show or our network, please visit www.podcastdetroit.com. It's The Undercover, bringing you the best in hand combat coverage with feature interviews, major events, and the hottest ring girls from around the nation. The Undercard is part of the Podcast Detroit Network. And now, here they are, always in your corner, Brad, Marv, and Jimmy.
1: Welcome to another episode of The Undercard. We are in the year of 2018. First, uh, no, second week in February, right? Third week in February. Tomorrow's Valentine's Day, Tomorrow's so if Valentine's you need the reference so hold on. for a podcast. So it's it, February 13th. This is
0: technically the third week of February, but the first week only had uh, started on that Thursday.
1: Yes. Today's show is brought to you by the Terminator series, which is happening at the Arnold on Friday. Tickets as low as 20 bucks in Columbus, Ohio. I'll be back. Rhonda Rousey. Is going to be there, signing autographs. Oh, really? Oh, um, wow. Not at the Terminator Boxing, but she'll be signing autographs. At um, the Arnold? As yeah, the Arnold. At the
0: Arnold. As the Arnold. Uh, is she coming by Choppa?
1: I don't know. Uh, <laughs> probably by plane. Oh, uh, wow, but she'll be there. Is she going to get down? <laughs> get she, down again. She was booked as an MMA star, but we now know she is a WWE yeah. wrestler. Um. And then uh, working the board, as always, is Rochelle. She's the Wait. sound engineer today. Thank you. Thank you.
2: Get my title <laughs> um, right. A
1: lot of schooling went into that. <laughs> a lot of schooling went into the sound engineer. So, and Jimmy's across from me. Um, Cody, depending on his training as he gets ready for the UFC on March 2nd, um, will be here or not. but. We're gonna lead in. I we'll, we'll touch uh, on the Olympics sometime today because the Olympics are going on, and really, it just every heard. every four years we get to
0: talk about that. So we'll talk about it at some point. But the last time I th- the I mean, well, every four years the Winter Olympics happens. Every two years the Olympics happens because it goes summer, two oh, yeah, years winter, two years when you know summer, two years winter, so on and so forth. i was gonna say because we've talked about two olympics now we've talked about a winter when we first started i think we talked well no so we started in april i don't know but anyways we we've been around long enough to talk about a two olympics. olympics yeah right a winter a summer and now a winter again
1: right um but
0: i'm having a computer malfunction right now uh-oh just remember brad you need to be uh what is it 70 percent 70 percent you need to be 70% 70 smarter than the items that you are using.
1: (laughs) I'm definitely not. (laughs) So I'm going to steal a subject from um, a boxing fan named Greg. He brought up some good points in a group that I'm a member of. And so I wanted to give him credit. But I figured we'd start here because we haven't talked a lot of boxing anyways. But. Uh, Adrian Broner was charged with a misdemeanor sexual battery. Mm -hmm. Um, He's the former four-division world title holder. Um, He was booked at Fulton County Jail in Atlanta on a misdemeanor sexually battery charge Tuesday morning. Uh, According to jail records, the incident occurred on Monday and Broner had been released on a $2,000 bail by Tuesday morning. Uh Broner 28 of Cincinnati was accused of groping a girl at Lenox Square in Atlanta shopping mall according to TMZ Sports. Uh TMZ posted a video of Broner and others involved in what appeared to be a dispute at the mall. Also includes footage of Broner being taken into custody. So what what I'm what I'm getting at here is this Me Too movement that is moving along. Mm-hmm. If if he was to do this in any other sport um, automatically would be let go. So here we are. Um, Adrian Broner's had multiple run-ins with the law. If you're Showtime HBO, is it time for you in boxing and other hand combat sports to say? And now he's alleged. So, I mean, let's give him the benefit of the doubt. He's got to go to trial. I, I don't like people that, um, you know, convict somebody before he gets his due process. Is but – it-
0: so There's wh- video. There's video of him groping her supposedly. Wait, no no, is there video of him groping her? It's it's a simple question. They is there video? That. Is there video of him groping her? Did he touch her at any point in time? Did he touch her? Well, they arrested him. Right. So I imagine. Right, exactly. So it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if there is video evidence of him doing it and he touched her, then that and then he groped her. Right. I mean, it it's it's simple. It's not allegedly at that point in time. It's it's there. It's video. You're seeing it. It's proven. Kick them out of the sport. So, well, I don't think you could kick them out yeah, of the sport. Yeah, kick them out of the sport. I'm sorry. People like that have zero, zero, uh, 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 I, I'm trying to think of the right word. They, they should not be allowed to do whatever it is that is allowing them to do this. they If somebody does it at a job, they should be immediately fired. If a celebrity does it, he should immediately be sacked. If a sports person do it, they should be immediately fired and never allowed to play the sport again. If you put the fear of God into these guys, they're going to stop doing this bullshit.
1: Well, what I was getting at is uh, the whole can't be kicked uh, out of the sport uh, I didn't mean that he shouldn't be. I'm just saying that there's a promoter that's going to give him a shot. But what I was talking no, about- No, you put
0: a, a ban, like, strip his license. He cannot fight anymore. Take, have the athletic so you'd have commission- So you have to have every state- The athletic commission, license. right, the athletic commissions would have to say, you know, right off the bat, if you are- if you are a sexual predator, if you are a groper, if you are a molester, if you're an abuser, whatever, we are stripping your license. You can never fight again.
1: So what I was getting to the point was that he has a fight scheduled on Showtime April 21st against former light hate, uh, lightweight uh, title holder Omar Figueroa Jr. Mm-hmm. Um, and that happens on April 21st, and so is it time for Showtime to just drop that fight?
0: Uh, because his of- fight, yes, yes, right. yeah, oh yeah, no, no, nope. Showtime HBO, no, nope. you should just say we're not going to broadcast you.
1: Now, Showtime did respond, and according to Dan Raphael of uh, ESPN. The quote was, we're very concerned about the reported behavior and we'll continue to monitor the situation as well as potential repercussions for his scheduled fight. That's what a Showtime spokesperson said in a statement to ESPN. Um, I'm just kind of curious. Let's go back in history. Broner has been arrested for, uh, and jailed numerous times, including for robbery, assault, gun possession, domestic violence, and public intoxication. He shouldn't, I,
0: honestly, he shouldn't be in the sport anymore at this point. You have that many issues, like no, you're done. I'm sorry, you're done. He's a troubled guy. There's no question. I understand that, that. and you know what? It doesn't make it right. I'm not saying it makes it right. Okay, if you, especially, you know, and I mean, this is, you know, you, you got these guys that probably grew up with very little growing up, and they, 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 you know, they work very hard growing up, and they get a modicum of success. success. They get a modicum of money, and they don't know how to handle it. So they go off the deep end, okay? That's understandable if you do it one time. After that, no. After that, you need to get your shit together. You need to act like a effing grown-up, and you need to do what's right. If you can't do that, you don't need to be in that sport anymore.
1: I remember seeing video of Floyd Mayweather Jr., And this was when Broner was way overweight. This was um, Broner was going to rap, and I—well, no, he has a rap album out, and um, he was wearing a vest, and he 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 had a gut. And Floyd Mayweather either went to his show or Broner came and visited him, but it was backstage (laughs) at some arena. And I remember Floyd Mayweather, so let's say five, six years ago, on this video, telling Broner. And you got to get your shit together. <laughs> you look like shit. It looks yeah. like you're not training. Um, you got to you gotta focus on it and, and, and all this stuff. And it seems like Broner didn't take that advice. And I'm not saying Floyd's been a saint because he's served time for domestic violence. But I'm wondering with all this uh, Me Too movement, if it's going to come into boxing now.
0: I hope it because does. I really, really hope it does.
1: And – you brought up a good solution. You would have to suspend their boxing licenses because guess what? There's a promoter out there that um, would take them. If there's ever a sport that will give you 20 chances, it's boxing. Yeah, I, you can murder somebody. And if you yeah, get out
0: yeah. and you still have some legs left and a yeah. punch,
1: you're going to box again. Yeah. I mean there's there's, they, they, there's they, no they
0: political need, suicide. I know. The they punch. need to They need to completely – the the ruling boards of boxing and mma or any you know anything like that they need to come together and to say look here's the deal we know guys like this sell tickets or whatever but th- there's got to be a moral compass there's got to be a moral high ground that they take and they say you know what there, there is a line, and after you cross this line, if you get arrested for murder, if you get arrested for rape, if you get arrested for molestation, if you get arrested for sexual assault or whatever, you're done. You're done. And maybe these guys would think twice about doing shit like that, but right now there's no repercussions. So they're going to do it because they know it won't affect them. Right. Um,
1: yeah, so – with Broner's track record um, and him getting arrested, maybe the maybe for sure this happened. But I will always lean on the Mike Tyson. Whether or not he raped that girl, I still to this day I don't think he did. Um, Mike Tyson, I believe, was innocent of rape, and so I always try to give a boxer a benefit of the doubt. But he does. Broner has a track record of a robbery, assault, gun possession, domestic violence, public intoxication. He seems to be his own worst enemy. Um now you brought up MMA. MMA is a an interesting point because UFC and Bellator, you're employees of those places. Right. And UFC has cracked down no, on that, people and,
0: for doing that. I, and I'm not and I'm not specifically citing like Bellator MMA or Bellator MMA. Bellator UFC. I'm just saying as a sport in general.
1: Yeah. So Basically, it's that boxing. Someone can get a promoter's license. Someone can box, like Roy Jones Jr. Boxed last Thursday on a, a promotion in Florida. By the way, if you watch the the fight, how many ropes did they have? I think it was like six ropes. It looked like some futuristic
0: like iRobot. That's uh, that's so you can't fall out of the side of the ropes.
1: No, I know, but I I don't think I've seen six. But I think I in have, boxing.
0: I think I have once.
1: But I think I've seen six. You have so many different promoters, and you know a lot of boxers do. Well, not I just come said
0: there's no uniformity. Correct.
1: You know, and that that you have sanctioning bodies. Yeah,
0: sanction and that's what I'm saying. So the but it doesn't bodies, matter. The sanctioning bodies, you still fight. each each state. You know they they and and maybe this it kind of you know goes into the thing is like you know. Each state has their own athletic commission. Each athletic commission can issue a fighting license for a fighter or whatever. But there's no there there's no national uh, ruling body for for boxing. I think maybe because of stuff like this, there kind of needs to be like each state. Can deny or or whatever. But at any given moment in time, when something like this happens, you need to have like a national ruling body that says no state can issue a license for this guy. What you could have is the WBC, WBA, um, those those
1: type bodies. They could say, listen, you're not going to fight for our title ever. We're not going to rank you. They could do that. They
0: could do that. I mean,
1: and then and then you pull away people that want to be behind them, right? Because if as if I was sleazy and I still wanted knowing Broner sells tickets, whether you like him or not, you know, I I would be like, well, you know what? He still has a chance to be a a champion. But if all the sanction bodies say, listen, because of the domestic violence, and we take this very serious, and we don't want future boxers to do this, and we want to lead by example, you could say we're not going to rank them. Not only are we going to rank him, he'll never fight for one of our titles. And that would be an interesting solution. Like I said, not my topic, but I saw the topic today and I thought it was a good topic because let's be honest. Boxing will be the last sport to correct it. It's just um, a different animal, the way everything's done through different states, different fights. um, It will be the last one to correct. So
0: Yeah. And it's sad. I mean, Anna, it, it really is sad that that they will be the last, you know, because they, like you said, you know, you can you can murder somebody, and if you get out of jail, and They'll let you fight you, again, exactly, and that's just wrong on so many levels. That's on right, so many levels. I mean, I, you should never be able to fight again, ever, ever. The only way that you should be able to fight again. The only way you should be able to fight again is if you are fighting on a charity card where you're making zero money and you're doing it to pay back, like, people that were affected by people that had family members murdered or something. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's the only way you should be able to – but never make a cent off of it for the rest of your life. No promoting. No managing. No fighting. No nothing. (laughs) Now –
1: uh, me and Rochelle did see the movie *I Tanya*, and how was it? It's
0: actually good. Go yeah, see it. I heard. I heard. I've, there's so many movies that I want to see that I a I don't have the time, b I don't have the money, or c I don't have anybody to go with.
1: Right. Mar- Margot Robbie. Uh, we'll we'll start inviting you when we go out and see like ones that we know you will like. Uh, Margot Robbie did an amazing mm-hmm. job as Tanya Harding. Mm-hmm. But so there's a point in the movie where. You know, she she's brought all into this. I mean, I'm not spoiling the movie for you. You know, she was I, I know somewhat story. involved of right. I
0: know the story.
1: And the movie finishes her with her boxing. And she says oh. in the movie, her character, there was nowhere else to go. Yeah. I went into boxing because I was still a name. I was still a draw. Right, yeah. Rochelle. And they show her getting lit up by people in the boxing ring. Yeah. Um. When Tanya Harding had nowhere else to go. She went to boxing. Went to boxing. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's the, yeah. the universal come, hug. Yeah. We'll take you. You're a name. You're a draw, <laughs> you know? Uh, so uh, even even in those situations, uh, boxing always is willing to give a second chance. I'm just saying with Broner now it's been six seven chances right. in another alleged everybody, sexual assault
0: everybody gets depending depending on how severe it was everybody should get a second chance but you know not no after that no you're done except Harvey Weinstein he should never get another shot ever right so no that's one of the that's one of the things that you know him <sighs> Nasser like people like that nope you're done you were one hundred percent done. What you did was so morally morally reprehensible. You will. N- you should never ever be able to do anything for the rest of your life again. You should be on the street in a box because the people that are out there are worth more than you. Yeah. The only thing you could hope for in the Harvey Weinstein is that the
1: civil cases take away his money because that guy's super rich. Uh,
0: well. That and also everything that he's worked on, like the studios can take that away, like stop paying him. It, yeah, you know what I'm saying? But he might
1: have enough tucked away. I mean, he but, he, he founded,
0: Mirafix. yeah, oh, no, I shit. and I, I understand that, <laughs> like, but know. but the but when <laughs> if you're going through a criminal case, like if if the civil suits and everything. Come to fruition. He goes through a criminal case. Yeah. The, uh, the, I believe, and I could be wrong, I believe the government has the ability to seize all of your assets. And then they don't have to give it back like right away. They can take their time giving it back to the point where by the time he got back, the amount of money that he would owe would be equal to the money that he has. And then he would just, it would be gone.
1: Uh, Manny Pacquiao is back in the boxing news. According to BoxingScene.com, he wants to fight Lucas Matisse, uh, really? which is a bad decision. Uh, Lucas <laughs> Matisse is, uh, the strong Argentinian, uh, <laughs> puncher. Uh, M- Matisse versus, uh, Provetnikov, one of my favorite fights of all time. Uh, the guy comes, the guy brings it, and, um, that's what Manny Pacquiao wants his next fight to be. Um, no, nothing confirmed, but he says he wants Matisse, which would just be a disaster for Pacquiao. Yeah, I think Matisse I mean, would be uh, more than he could
0: handle. He he needs to just stop at this point. He really does. Right. Go, go be your politician in the Philippines. Just stay there. You don't need to get back in the ring anymore. And
1: what I don't like about Freddie Roach, I like a lot of things about him. But what I do not like uh, – There's a old song lyric by uh, Verve Pipe that says, "There's a million things I wish you were, but what for sure is one thing I wish you were not." Um, Could Freddie Roach just goes back and forth on his statements? So Freddie Roach, of course, you know when you know they they've been good friends, Pacquiao and him forever. Oh, Pacquiao should retire. Pacquiao should retire. This and that. So his quote to boxing scene was, "I love that fight." One of his trainers was here the other day talking about Matisse. I took uh, his trainer downstairs, the wildcard boxing club. I gave him a tour a bit. He pointed out a picture of Pacquiao and said, we want him. And I said, I would love for you to have him. Just like two months ago, you were saying for him to retire or three months ago. It just keeps going back and forth with Freddie Roach, whether he wants Pacquiao to retire, whether he doesn't, he's not the same fighter that he once was. And... um you know, you're you're just asking for a ton of abuse. Now, the thing is, Manny Pacquiao, um, besides his uh his stance on human rights occasionally, Manny Pacquiao has become a better human being. He 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 does a lot for the Philippines, uh, does a lot for the homeless there, does a lot for the boating industry there, is a politician there. Um, I don't know what his financial situation is and I don't know how many more fights he needs to – but I do know he gives a ton to charity, gives a ton to the Catholic religion and he might have to go a few more fights to keep up the lifestyle. But they eventually think he will run the country, which is crazy to think Manny Pacquiao would, might be dealing with Donald Trump. Here you have a sports star <laughs> dealing with Donald. I mean it, it's really like – that's the fifth dimension, isn't it? Like, that, like we're just not even anymore like – in a real world anymore if those two guys were actually negotiating stuff. But um so I don't know if it's a money thing, if it's uh Pacquiao really thinks he could, but I I can tell you this. Matisse would hurt him. And yeah. I don't know, I don't want to see Pacquiao get hurt like he did against uh Marquez. Um you know, but we'll see. Um Pacquiao um looks for these Senate breaks because he's a senator over there to book his fights. I don't think he's a fighter anymore. I think he's a politician. I think that's dangerous. Um, and Where would that fight be? I don't even know if that would be in Vegas. I, I don't know how many people would want to see it. I'd want to see Matisse. I've seen Pacquiao live and I'm probably done seeing that. But, um, you know, I'd, I'd like to see Matisse. I think Matisse beats him pretty easily. Oh, yeah. Um. With, but- I mean, not a doubt in my mind. But can Freddie Roach flip flop anymore? That's his nickname, flip flop. <laughs> like uh, flip flop, Freddie Roach, flip flop, Freddie. Um, nah, I should retire. I don't want to see him fight again. Oh, against a tough guy like Matisse, I'm in. I mean, that's not an easy fight. Right? That's like you know, that's that's like sending your poodle out during uh, this coyote mating season. They're talking about <laughs> that these coyotes are eating these dogs because it's their mating season. Like, I mean, you're you're, you're sending your little poodle out. And you have woods in the background with coyote in there, and you're going to wonder why your poodle's missing. Right, Ro- <laughs> Flip Flop Freddie's going to wonder why uh, Pacquiao's dead. Um, so that made the news too. I don't know. I mean, is Pacquiao still markable? Of course he is. Uh, he's a name. Uh, I watched Roy Jones Jr. fight what was supposedly his last fight on Thursday. The only reason I'm watching is because he's still a name. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, that he looked horrible. I didn't have him winning that. But, I mean, maybe that was a gift. And I, I can't even remember the guy he fought. So that's where Roy Jones Jr. is in his 50-something-year uh, old body. But so that that also made the news. Um, so that's our, our boxing coverage. We haven't done some boxing coverage in a while. Um, there is some boxing coming up in the Detroit area. Um, Kenny Moore has got a show going on at DeCarlos in uh, Warren, Michigan. That will be, uh, I think, February 23rd or February 24th, 3rd, and then 23rd, and then also back at Motor City Casino, uh, Carlos Lolinas has a show going on at the soundboard, um, April 14th or April 13th, April 13th, I think, he has a show. Mm-hmm. And so we do have some upcoming boxing matches that are happening. As more come in, we'll we'll definitely tell you all about it. We're going to go to our first break, and we will be back in a minute. You're listening to the Undercard, Hand Combat Radio. <laughs> I was just updating my computer because I was like, oh, you know, it'll probably go quick. It says
0: 0% completed still, configuring update you, for Windows 10. Are, are you on the internet? I should be. Did you go to the internet and put the password in? And all yeah, that? Oh, okay. It says don't turn off the computer. Oh, I've had that happen a couple of times before. I've I've shut it off, like not shut it off, but like close the lid and wait until I got home and opened it up again and let it finish doing what it was doing. Because some, yeah, some of those Windows updates are just <laughs> take for for. Forever.
1: Uh, well, I mean, this one's not even showing more than zero percent, which is kind That's of frustrating. Yeah. yeah. Oh boy, Rochelle. Oh, what, do you think? Boy.
2: what do I think about what?
1: Did it's not showing the update more than zero
0: percent? That can't be good. I, I, I,
1: don't
0: <laughs> I say you just.
1: <laughs> well, Excuse I'm going to let it go to the end of the show. Yeah, yeah, if it's still at 0% at the end of the show, you got some effing
0: problems. Well, or it just can't – it can't get enough Wi-Fi in this area to do the update that it needs.
1: Well, so yeah, and then maybe the password thing was a problem too. So anyways – um the Olympics are going on. We were going to touch base on the Olympics. Uh, I thought I'd be more excited for the Olympics. Uh, yeah.
0: it have tons kind of, of access
1: to it. Just haven't watched it. I, much.
0: I, well, I think my thing is, is I don't watch regular TV anymore. Like I, I have to physically remind myself to like, oh, wait, the Olympics are on. I'm going to turn on regular TV. Otherwise, I'm just watching like. YouTube and Netflix and Amazon and all that kind of stuff. So, I mean, like, if I'm watching it, it's because I've forced myself. And then even then, like, I like the other night, I'm like, oh, I wonder what's going on in the Olympics. And I turned on regular TV and I flipped through all the channels. There wasn't one single channel that was broadcast in the Olympics. Everything was either commercial or something else going on. And it's like they need to have – a single channel that's nothing but 24-7 Olympics.
1: They do. It's the Olympic channel right now.
0: Yeah, but I don't have it on my cable oh, okay. thing. So, yeah.
1: yeah, but a lot of it's like review shows. It's, it's, it's some journalists in there and they're talking about stories. Yeah. Uh, actually, before we went on air, we were listening to it and we just learned that South Korea is the third biggest golf market behind Japan in the uh, U.S. So oh, like I told you, they were fishing I, for stories because I, if they I, can't find it. I could buy that. Yeah. So that's what they were covering and that that people it was -5 degrees there and people were still golfing. So that's how much they like golf in uh, South Korea. Um but I did watch the luge. Uh, luge. you know, which which seems kind of I don't know. It just uh it's just it's one of those sports where you know, how do I explain this? All right, so there's, you know, either my son has the ability to be a pro baseball player genetically or not. Luge seems to me that it is a sport you could definitely learn. You know what I'm saying? Like you're not born a loser. There's not, there's nothing. Right? There's nothing that. Well, you know, some
0: people are born losers.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. I walked into that, I didn't know that. but <laughs> listen it listen to me, Brad. There are people that are born losers,
1: <laughs> but it seems to me that would be the one sport that if you were the you know you lost weight and had the height that that would be the one sport where you you don't have to be genetically gifted to to,
0: to do I it. I disagree. You, I mean, not to. I'm going to nerd out here a minute, but honestly, to be a loser, you got to have like Jedi reflexes. <laughs> you
2: got to come up with a different term. Oh, I like you, loser. yeah. It,
0: To be a person who participates in the sport of luge, you have to have like Jedi type reflexes. It's pinpoint, pinpoint accuracy that you need to be able to steer that thing. Like a pilot. Yeah. I mean, even, yeah, but I mean, in a, at least with a pilot, if you crash, you, you have some chance of possibly surviving. There is stuff around you with the luge. I mean, you're going, you know, Very, very fast on an ice chute, and if you go off kilter or whatever, you're probably going to die.
1: But I just, out of all the sports, that that would be one that genetically you could skip around.
0: Curling. Okay. That also, yeah. Uh, Cross country. Ooh, cross country skiing look hard, actually. It's hard, but you don't have to genetically be good at it. You can train your body to do it.
2: Train your body. Train your Do body.
0: karate.
1: <laughs> speaking, speaking of which, uh, we we can't forget Bob Seger's, uh classic song "Beautiful Luger.
0: Beautiful Luger. that's right. It's on the greatest hits, right? <laughs>
1: Beautiful <laughs> luger.
0: Um, Co- Loser. um Yeah, we're, <laughs> we're 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 just saying that some people are not born losers, and the way it <laughs> just sounded, you know, it. with it an accent, like it just it not born much. losers. So we were we were riffing on that motif. We were. Uh, so my computer's
1: updating. And it's not even going anywhere at 0%, but we were talking a little bit about the Olympics. Have you caught any, Cody?
3: I have. I watched the snowboarding. Yeah, snowboarding. I watched, fun. That, I watched the, that young kid. The, uh,
0: who, who dropped the F bomb? Yeah, was Yeah. he won.
3: Yeah. I also watched, uh, there's a kid from West Bloomfield.
0: Yeah. He that didn't was, do so well. He didn't do so well. But no, was cool but he to was, see was yeah, local like, yeah.
3: at that stage. That was cool. Yeah. Well,
0: so you've
1: been watching it. Um, Just to kill time during fight camp because fight camp you kind of mentally prepare or or is it like
3: must-see TV for you? I think I literally just ended up watching it before a wrestling match before Ohio State and Michigan wrestled. I just ended up turning it on and and watching it.
1: Who won the Ohio State-Michigan? Like, Um, Who's who's the
3: better school when it comes to wrestling? Ohio State is a better wrestling school um, but Michigan is also really, really good this year. Um, The highlight of that match was uh, a former Olympic gold medalist Got beat by a guy from Michigan. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah. Adam Kuhn, well, we, Adam Kuhn, heavyweights, big heavyweights, boys, big nice, guys, really big guys. Yeah. He, 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 you know, it, olympians don't lose often. Right. So to watch that match was, was uh, proof that you know underdogs could pull it out. Oh yeah. Nice. We'll and, see.
1: uh, with the team format, um, Ohio State,
3: you said has been well, pretty good for a while. They got a good program. They have a really good program. Yeah. They're like always one of the best. Man. They're good at everything. You know I know. I mean? It's hard. Football. Being a Michigan fan. Basketball. It's hard to be a Michigan fan because Ohio State is consistently better. All right. Do you watch Olympic wrestling
1: every four years?
3: I do, yeah, usually. Yeah. Uh,
1: I mean, uh, the, the, the thing is, I'll any sport I'll catch. You yeah. know, curling will watch, whatever. Um, wrestling, I wish I knew more about it come Olympic time. I, I get it all from the commentators of what they think. and
3: I just think it's really cool to see – like the absolute best at something. I like to see those guys compete because there's so much, you know what I mean? A lot of times people, you know, they mock professional athletes or or Olympic athletes because, you know, they're like, Oh, well, you know, they Kind of seemed like it was a boring match or it was a boring game. It's like do you, do do you realize that these are the two absolute best, right?
0: Yeah. People on the, the planet reason it's doing Boring this? is because they're so close. They're so close, right? You exactly. Know? I
3: actually really enjoy watching yeah. the closer matches because it's like there's, yeah, it's just it's inches. You know, it's that's a lot of sports though.
1: So we watched uh, luge. Me and Jimmy were talking about <laughs> luge, and this is a question I'll pose to you they're too. Lugeers luge. <laughs> and, and Jimmy brought up a good point. Curling would fall under hair. loose seems like something that you don't have to genetically be gifted into. Like you, you'd learn to ride a sled. I mean, I, you can't be like out of shape like me. But if I got it's in shape, it's not a sled,
3: Brad.
0: Well, you know what I? It I feel like is. It,
3: I feel like that's like one of those things where uh, if you have a, if you're born with a lot of <laughs> fast twitch muscle fibers, that's what I was saying. You gotta have like
0: Jedi type reflexes. But I feel like the <laughs> lot of the long a lot
3: of the long distance stuff. Is something that literally anyone could be. I mean, some people are always going to be more like inclined to be good at it, but you know, those those are the kind of sports that like really you don't really have to be a great athlete. You could just train your ass off and be good at it. Yeah,
1: like ski jump. We go down there. We're we're all going in the air. It's just whether or not we're landing.
3: Whether or not we can we we ain't
0: surviving the land. I, I won't
3: even make it to the jump.
0: <laughs> I uh I went snowboarding. Fear of heights?
3: I went no, I went snow. Oh. Uh, no fear of heights. I went snowboarding and I was like, this doesn't seem that hard. Like I'm looking at the kids that are doing it. Yeah, yeah. like just ripping up and down this hill. I couldn't even get up the hill. <laughs> I literally drugged myself because I couldn't stay on the board to like go up the rope. Yeah, you know that's the mean. worst part. I couldn't do it. Like it unless was we were so talking pathetic. about but... And all these people like, dude, get out of our way. I mean, you you kept we kept were... falling. Or... Oh, I kept falling oh, over. Gotcha. I, I was like. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Finally, I just like held on to the rope as tight as I could and held my snowboard, like hugged it and drug myself up the, to the top of the hill. And that's and what we were I that's watching, the only way uh, to get up there.
2: Cross country skiing.
3: Yeah.
2: And they were doing, what is it, 18 miles?
3: Yeah. yeah like, but cool. 14 laps yeah. the around the cardio, to get those 18. guys got ahead.
2: Oh, yeah.
0: yeah Cross country skiing is no
3: joke. That's like turning an elliptical up to like level 40 <laughs> yeah, and no, doing just, it for two yeah,
1: hours. You know, yeah, exactly. Crazy. Well, yeah, the, cool like about, the
0: cool thing about,
3: the cool thing about the
1: cross country skiing is that you know that, so, the, you know, they're, they're going as fast as they can, treading, 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 treading. And then there's little parts where there's like little hills where they can relax <laughs> yeah. for a little bit. And you yeah. know, like they love those moments. Oh, yeah. Just like, I think, thank God. You,
3: you ever, <laughs> you ever hear that like, uh, like a lot of times, like if one of those guys crashed, they would think that they were like dying. No. Like when the paramedics would come get them because their heart rates were dropping so fast. Oh, yeah. They would mm. think that they were literally dying. Yeah. They, like their heart rate was going from like 180
0: to – Like 40. 40, yeah. And
3: it was just like rapidly going down. They're like, this guy's losing his pulse. Yeah.
0: No, they're not though. That's they're, just –
3: They're just in that good of shape yeah. that well, they can do that.
0: I uh, When I came back from Afghanistan, where we were, we were at a slight uh, altitude. So all the way uh, blood cells <laughs> – um, like my resting heart rate was and plus I had been, you know, training and doing all that working out and stuff. But when I got home, <laughs> I freaked the nurse out when I went to the VA because when she put the pulse ox on me, my resting heart rate was forty one. Yeah. That's She's big. like, Are you okay? I'm like, Yeah, I'm fine. But yeah, because of the amount of uh, uh, white blood cells that had built up, you know, being at sea level I didn't need that much. So my heart rate, my resting heart rate went from like 55 down to like 41. So
3: I actually re- recently got introduced to like heart rate training mm-hmm. and I absolutely love it because it, like there's a, you can actually see how hard you're working. You can't cheat a heart rate monitor. Yep. Right? You, know what I mean? nope. you know how hard yep. you're working. So it's 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 just really cool to see, and then you know, I have like a whole workout program now, like based on like heart. hit, yeah. It's a, it, but it's I mean it's basically based on what my max heart rate is, right? What my resting heart rate, right, is, right, right. Your my it's absolute tailored, resting right. heart rate yeah. is, is tailored to me, you know. What right. I mean? So like the program is, you know, a lot like my numbers. Like a lot of the workouts are my number is One fifty five. My it's yeah. gonna be one fifty five. Like that's like the right the number that I can like work at, and then you know like one seventy five is a is a is where you know, I would Anaerobic. be like almost yeah. maxed out. And then 180 is where my heart is absolutely yeah. maxed out. But I had to do a test for it. Yeah. It was horrible. It was like Stress test type thing? It's yeah. basically like get your heart rate absolutely as high yeah. as you can and then hold it there. Yeah. And see how long you can hold it there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was awful. I, I literally, when I got off the plane in North Carolina, one of the fight doctors had me do it. And uh, he's like, well, it's, you know, five minutes is going to be pretty hard. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, yeah, you know, we did like a 25-minute warm-up. Yeah. And then he's like, listen, he's like, you're not going to like me for the next five minutes. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I, I doubt it. He's like, no, listen, the guys have like barked at me and turned around, and told me to shut up and stuff. And I'm like, I'm not going to do that. And like, he's Did just you? sitting, he's like sitting there with his, with his, uh, yeah. you know, with his, with his laptop, oh. like watching me yeah. harder, harder, harder. And I'm just hitting this bag as hard as I can, <laughs> ready to just like pass out. And like, then I got my heart rate all the way, you know, to yeah. 180 and he's like okay harder you're not working hard and i'm just like i'm working hard <laughs> you know i was actually i was really and i don't get frustrated with people like that you yeah know I mean? people that are trying to push me like i was getting frustrated with them i'm like dude i am working as hard as i can <laughs> <Yeah>. you know <laughs>
1: yeah uh yeah so the you you talked about it there, there's rumors of, like marathon runners being like in the low 40s and stuff like that cody's incredible uh, uh, his, his restings mine, probably mine yeah, right well.
3: now is 50 My yeah is 50. Which is crazy. Two minute, two minutes after, like if I get my heart rate up to like one fifty five, and two minutes is down to fifty, which is good yeah. Yeah, for cage there. fighting. So if yeah. you are on
1: the ground and you're, you're you, you you can uh, not exert as much if if you have the back while they're they're trying to position and stuff like that. Right. Um, a technical question for you, really quick. So like everything as MMA now has come twenty five years around UFC celebrating twenty five years. Um, you know, I. Uh, breathing which in weightlifting or anything has has become like you know when you're you're lifting weights you're supposed to exhale and then when you're you're coming down inhale when you're trying to do a submission um what what kind of breathing? Because uh, like if you don't have the submission and you're squeezing for let's say a rear naked choke, right? Your arms can go to rubber and stuff like that. Is is there breathing that for a rear naked choke that you gotta prepare for? I, if you're
3: in the choke, or no, 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 you're applying it to, so your muscles um, don't tense up. I feel like there's just it's just a more or less you know you gotta learn to be relaxed in those positions. Don't forget to breathe. Yeah. Don't hold you your don't, breath you while you're trying your to breath. do you're it. Like, yeah. You know yeah. that's when guys guys would sit here in purple and. Um, it's just about being, I think the main thing is that if you've been in those positions so many times, you can be relaxed there. So that's one I think this is the huge thing is that a lot of guys don't like to train bad positions in MMA. It's an ego thing. Like, nobody wants to get choked out in, in practice. You know, but uh, I feel like if you're like, uh, if you look at the guys that are absolute best, like that's what they start with. You know what I mean? Every single training camp, I always go to the worst places that I could be first. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And like train through those. Cause once you can, you know, fight out of the absolute worst positions, everything else seems easy. You know what I mean? Like the first few weeks of my training camp are always the worst. Cause I'm always training bad positions, you know? And once you get comfortable in the worst position, you're comfortable anywhere. Yeah. I think so. It's more or less just having been there before and, you know, being relaxed
0: and knowing where and knowing like, at this point in time, I'm still okay. Mm-hmm. At this point in time, I'm still okay. And if I get to this point, I'm not okay anymore. Right. Yeah, knowing, knowing uh, you know when to explode, when right. to
3: relax, when to explode, being
0: now, smart.
1: Now, you were at Soundboard. Uh, we haven't recapped uh, what happened for uh, dual combat sports, but the main event, uh, Derek Bandel versus uh, uh, Taylor Moore. Uh, you, you guys, Derek, get the victory. Um, it, I saw it as wrestling beating jiu-jitsu. I really thought Derek took it, took it to him. Uh, right decision. That's the decision I had. But
3: I saw it as wrestling beating jiu-jitsu. W- what did you see? Um, I saw a better trained fighter beating a lesser trained fighter. I mean, it, Taylor Moore is an athletic kid. He's always got a gas tank. He always shows up to fight. You know, those are attributes that he has that, that uh, I respect. Um, but... I felt like there was a lot of positions. I mean, Derek didn't have the gas tank. Like he really, realistically, like after that first round, he came and sat on the bench and you could just look at him and tell like his muscles were smoked. You know, he had another four rounds to go. Yeah. And he had four rounds to go. Like I was like looking at him and like how, how much blood were, you know, in his forearms and stuff. Like you can tell like after someone does like a really hard workout, like your muscles are just, Mm. you know, you're, you're crap. Um, and you can't can't move fast anymore because you fill up with blood. Um, and you could tell like that's how he was, you know. So I was like trying to like massage him out and trying to like loosen up a little bit. Uh, I felt like it was just all heart. Like he just, you know, he just uh, he knew what he had to do to win because he couldn't he couldn't move around on his feet as fast as he as he uh, maybe could have if he had a full training camp. So I mean, he just went out there and he he did the right things on top. And you're right, I think you know having been the better wrestler and in more dominant positions, but there was a lot of things that Taylor could have done to to negate that. Um, but I just feel like he didn't know what to do. He really didn't know how to get up, and that's, uh, that's a coaching issue.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, good decision. Obviously, you, you think uh, Derek won, but um, now that you know that Derek's uh, conditioning wasn't quite there, after the first round, then you know it's probably you're hoping for a decision, or are you hoping that Derek knocks him out because you're not sure he can go all five? Or did you know his heart was good enough that he's going to dig down and find something?
3: Yeah, I've seen Derek. I've seen Derek. Uh, actually, I saw him fight a guy named Juan Archuleta, who's like 20-1. and one. He could easily be in the UFC. He's a really talented Guys, like one of the main training partners of TJ Dillashaw. And uh, I saw Derek fight him, and it was kind of the same situation, like four-week training camp. And like Juan Archuleta is a guy that has like insane conditioning. Like this guy can just go and go and go and go and go. And like I watched Derek fight him; he just never quit. You know what I mean? He was in bad spots almost that whole fight, and he always fought through. And like all the way to the last, very last bell, he was like still swinging to knock this guy out. So I knew that like Derek, you know, mentally, like he's not a guy that's gonna like break in the cage. So it really didn't matter what Taylor Moore did. Like I knew Derek would like continue to because a lot of guys, it's like a mental thing; they break. They literally like. They hit that wall, you know, their body's well, like, Well, they've quit oh, somewhere done.
1: in life before. Yeah, and once I, my body's quit. done.
3: Yeah, my body's done. I can't do this anymore. And then they get finished.
1: That's okay. Uh, no, you're, you're exactly right. And, uh, you know, not comparing, you know, things, but, you know, when I was managing a baseball team, <laughs> we were getting blown out, like 20, 20 to 7 or something like that. stupid. And that was the only thing I told the kids going into the last inning is like, you know, we're, we're probably not going to win this game, but if you quit, that will determine our whole season. And, and, and basically, um, fighters that, you know, hit a four mile mark and they know they're near their house and they're like, you know what? I'm just going to go there instead of run the seven I planned on stuff. It, 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 it's a mental mindset when you start cutting corners. Um, there's a fighter I know who used to do this. He'd go by his house again. He'd be like, ah, today's only four, you know, where he'd plan seven. But once you start quitting on yourself like that, even in in practices or something like that, it's tough to dig deep and and, and go into the trenches. Um, Any other uh, fighters impress you or any fights impress you at Soundboard besides that?
3: Um, You know, there are actually a lot of good fights. This is a cool venue. You know, I feel like they do a really good job. Everything was on time. We're relatively close on time being that the weather was – Right. horrible but doesn't
1: end at one in the morning like right. some
3: shows no yeah they don't have like 45 fights just to sell you know extra 100 tickets Um <laughs> but yeah I mean I feel like they did a good job it ran pretty smoothly uh, the crowd was was the end of the fights you know people were going crazy which that was, was a issues. snowstorm yeah so
1: like half I mean the the thing was a sellout but only half the crowd showed because of the snowstorms. right but right. so pretty good for a half yeah. crowd and I
3: know uh Manib, one well, of the guys on my team, his fight ended up not getting approved by the commission, um, and he sold a ton of tickets. And he was right down the road in Dearborn, so obviously uh, there would have been like another five, six hundred people there just for him, um, and that was unfortunate. But and it happens. Now, uh,
1: any updates on when he's going to make his pro debut? Then
3: uh, I don't know. I think I think something that works for him in uh, late March. Okay. It sucks because this this kid is like. He's one of those kids, like, he's really funny online, and, like, he talks a lot of trash, but, like, he can. And, like, no, like we, like, sometimes we kind of check him, like, big brother, and, like, stop that shit. Right. But at the same time, like, you really can't say much to him because he's in the gym every single day working his ass off to be better. Even, you know, things that he's not good at, he does. Like, he does, like, from, like, a coaching standpoint or a training partner standpoint, like, he's one of the hardest working guys I've ever met in my life. So it was a, kind of a bummer. To not see him get that shot.
1: Now, as uh, your camp's uh, going along here um, with Brian uh, Caraway coming up really soon, any trash talking? Have you heard Brian say anything? Have you, uh, anything in the media he has, yet?
3: He hasn't even, um, he hasn't even so much as like posted anything about the fight. I tried to kind of go to him into maybe saying something. Um, I told him all he had to do was show up. It was just a, this a one message on Twitter, thinking he would at least respond. You know, we get a little bit of bantering back and forth because people like to see that. But no, he hasn't said one word, and it's kind of like if you if your opponent doesn't say anything back, you just look like an asshole. You know what I mean? <laughs> you can't just continuously like bark at somebody and mm-hmm. have them say nothing to you. You know, he doesn't he doesn't really trash talk. It's hard to hype a fight against a guy that doesn't say anything you know so uh and then you know my our card got uh, kind of all jacked up cuz yep. Holloway and Edgar got hurt so they had to add i think we are on the pay-per-view and um because they had to add two fights to make up for the Edgar uh, Holloway fight missing out i got bumped down to fight pass which is understandable cuz there's really like no like media hype leading into this fight like no one's going to want to buy it you know other than you know people that are fans of Him and me, so it kind of sucks. I really do want to fight somebody that I can kind of go into saying something back. But like, if you they're not saying anything to you, you just look like a bully. It's not even, it's not even, uh, it's not even fun. You think picking on the kid that doesn't even talk back? He's like, "Eh, yeah.
1: But you know, closer to March third, you think it'll pick up maybe with him?
3: Maybe. I mean, maybe I might just smack him at. Freaking Wains or something—I don't know. <laughs> Something—I don't know. I don't—I um, don't like him. I've—I've I've met him. He's not a nice guy. He's one guy that like really just—I think he rubs a lot, a lot of people the wrong way. Like he just—he's not a friendly guy. He's kind of—he's too good for you. Like he—he he, like wouldn't even really train with me because he—you know—his he, thing was like, "Oh, I don't even—I don't even know who you are," even though like I was working with his coach and like his coach was trying to get us to work together. Because we're in the same weight class, like he was like, "Oh no, I'm not training this kid." I'm oh like, wow, screw you.
1: So the, the, that's the personal history there. Maybe I don't know. Maybe he, uh, I don't know why. Why maybe because he sporadically fights. Maybe that's why he's trying not to get it. in. I mean, he hasn't fought consistently. He had a, a kind of off year in 2017. I'm trying to think why he wouldn't at least respond back to you saying something to him. I I.
0: Maybe he. I just don't think doesn't, you said
1: something mean enough yet, Cody. I, I, or, but don't be the bully. Don't be he the bully, just, though.
0: Or either. he just doesn't care. You know, he could be one of those guys. Just doesn't really care. Yeah, he, he might know. be off the grid. Yeah, yeah. It,
1: I think yeah. it's tough for a fighter not to respond to something. I mean, look at Jones and Cormier over the like. I mean, it just the natural instinct would be to say something. I think back, maybe he's off the grid.
4: That's <laughs> you know, because, I mean, this is a
1: tough fight. Yeah, you know, for I mean, Cody, uh, sixteen and one. Mm. Uh, not like records mean anything. He's 21 and seven and Cody's on a winning streak. He's mm-hmm. four and one in the last, uh, three years. I think he is too. I mean, this is a great fight. Should be main card in, in pay-per-view. Should be, yeah, a main should card, be. pay-per-view. Yeah. But like, like Cody said, the whole thing's messed up. Injuries. It happens. So, um, I don't know. I'm mm-hmm. getting excited for you. Are you getting a little excited or how, how are you staying relaxed? <laughs> uh,
3: Olympics. <laughs> you <know>. uh, yeah. <laughs> I try to keep my mind off it because, you know, I mean, your whole life revolves around the fight. So, yeah, I try to do everything I can to not think about it, I guess, because, you know, if I'm uh, if I'm talking to anyone or doing anything, really, it's always everybody wants to know how how's training, how's this, how's that and. You know so I I value my Netflix time. <laughs> <laughs> Netflix.
2: Yeah, you said you were going to try and find something to binge on, did you? Uh
3: I've been watching Justified.
0: Oh, that's, that's a pretty good. good show. Yeah. It's a pretty good show. Um it's not a uh it's not a show, but have you seen Godless? Mhm. It's a movie. Uh no, it's a show. I'm sorry, it is a show. What Godless? Watch it. It's good. Really good. Jeff Daniels is a son of a bitch. It's so good. What is it on? It's not Netflix. Is it? Yeah. It's, it's, it's a Netflix like original. So, okay. Like limited, you know, like they're not gonna do, I don't think, any more like seasons or whatever, but it's really good. The the whole premise of it is um uh there were they're like you know, Wild West or whatever, eighteen hundreds, and uh all the men in this town died in a mine explosion. So the entire town is being run by women. And so there's guys that, like, try to come in and, you know, there's some contention. And then Jeff Daniels' character is a villain. There's another guy. But my favorite line from it is Jeff Daniels' character, every time he comes up against, like, some kind of, like, really dangerous situation, he says, I've seen my death. This ain't it. <laughs> and it's just like this, damn, you know. It's a gangster. Yeah, it's a gangster. Yeah. You know what show? I
3: think there's a couple shows that are that I really, really like, but. One show that I really really like just because the the main character is uh, Blacklist, yeah, Raymond
0: Reddington, yeah. So that that guy is gangster. Yeah. Is that on Netflix too? Blacklist. Mm-hmm. I, gotcha. I also like uh, Shameless because Shameless. I, I yeah,
3: girlfriend watches that. Oh, so it's, it's such a good show. It's hilarious. Yeah. It is.
0: All right, uh, what's on tap?
1: Uh, yeah, and then uh, when we come back, we're gonna talk. Uh, a little bit about Fat Tuesday, and then who do we got coming on at eight fifteen, Michelle?
2: Uh, Alicia Zapatella. Oh, I think you're wrong on yeah. that. Yeah.
1: But, yeah. Is think, that right? I think it's how you All it. right, there you go. Yeah, right. Good job.
0: All right. Oop. Is it not working? Are we plugged in?
2: Tell me, you do that part.
0: Um. Should be running. Uh, no. Anyways. All right. Okay. I don't know why it's not working. <laughs> all right. Uh, this is What's on Tap, sponsored by Falling Down Beer Company. Uh, February 16th, uh, Reno, Nevada on ESPN. We have Raimondo Beltran versus Pulsas Moses. Uh, 12 rounds for the vacant WBO lightweight title. Uh, moving down to February 17th at Las Vegas on Showtime. Uh, we have Danny Garcia versus Brandon Rijos. Uh, 12 rounds for the WBC title eliminator. We have uh, David Benavides versus Ronald Gavril rematch. 12 rounds for Benavides' WBC super middleweight title. We also have Ray Robinson versus Jordan's Ugas. 12 rounds for the IBF welterweight eliminator. Uh, El Paso, Texas on Fox. We have Caleb Plant versus Rogello Porky Medina, 12 rounds for the IBF Super Middleweight Eliminator. We have Jennifer Hahn versus Lizbeth Crespo, 10 rounds for Hahn's IBF Women's Featherweight title. Uh, At Guadalajara, Mexico, we have Monserrat Alacarn Rea versus uh, Erly Musino. uh, 10 rounds for Rhea's WBO women's flyweight title. Manchester, England, George Groves versus Chris Eubank Jr. 12 rounds for the Groves' WBA super middleweight title, World Boxing Super Series semifinals. We have Tommy Langford versus Jack Arnfield. 12 rounds for Langford's British middleweight title. Ryan Walsh versus Isaac Lowe. 12 rounds for Walsh's British featherweight title. Uh, moving on to MMA, February sixteenth we have Bellator one ninety four Nelson versus Mitrone, uh, that'll be in Connecticut, and uh, sorry my page is stuck here. And on February eighteenth we have USC Fight Night one twenty six Cerrone versus Madero's, uh, and that's in Austin, Texas. And that's What's On Tap, sponsored by Falling Down Beer Company. We're gonna go to a couple of quick songs. We'll be right back.
1: All right, welcome back to the undercard. We're gonna go to our first guest of the evening. Dial her up, Alicia Zapatella. Hello, Alicia. You're live on the undercard. This is Brad. How are you?
4: Hi, I'm good. How are you?
1: Good. We are joined by Alicia Zapatella. Did I say pronounce your last name correct? Yes, you did. All right. Awesome. From SFS, she's got a big fight uh, happening this weekend at Crystal Gardens. Uh, tell us a little bit about your opponent, and um, I believe it's the co-main event. Isn't it the co-main event?
4: Um, I don't think it's the co-main event, but I know it's later in the card. Um, not exactly sure where it falls in the lineup. Um, I will be moving up to Strawweight to fight Keena Sisson. She... Actually, we fought before when we were amateurs, so this is going to be a rematch, and I'm very excited about it.
1: Now, it was one of your... Uh, it was your only loss as an amy, right? Was it... You, you had lost to her, um, correct?
4: I, I had two losses as an amateur. Okay. Uh, actually... When I fought Kina the first time, I wasn't even training MMA yet. I was a wrestler who wanted to fight, and I was beating her at first, and I ended up losing with a submission, which opened my eyes to, you know, that I needed to actually join an MMA gym if I really wanted to do this. And since then, I've improved tremendously.
1: Now... uh, if people want to uh, follow you I wanted to get this out of the way uh, where can they follow you on social media and uh, tickets are still available like I said in Southgate, Michigan this Saturday it's WXE uh, Night of Champions uh, where can they follow you on social media?
4: Um, On any social media Twitter, Instagram, Facebook it's Alicia's app so it's at Alicia's app A-L-E-S-H-A-Z-A-P-P keep them all the same to make it simple
1: <laughs> so is there any bad blood between you and your opponent uh with it being a rematch or has any, anything been said or is it just that you're looking to avenge something from your amateur career um, and your pro career
4: no actually i like Keena as a person i really respect her there's no bad blood here it's just a rematch and business
1: now moving up in weight, as you said to straw weight, um, how has that affected your diet and training? Uh is is there any cutting weight still because you're moving up in in how is that affect with the extra weight?
4: Actually I don't have to cut any weight. Um which is actually really convenient because all I've had to worry about this fight camp is just getting stronger, sharpening sharpening up my uh my toolbox and just focusing on me really. Take, it's taken away a lot of stress because usually weight is a stressful thing and uh, knowing that I don't have to cut anything is, is pretty nice.
1: Now, uh, is straw weight where you're going to be permanently and if that's the case, what do you walk at and would you have to gain weight probably all the time or are you looking to uh, put on a little bit more weight and then and then cut down to straw weight?
4: Actually, I'm looking to stay at atom weight but if a fight presents itself that i like the opponent i'm not going to hesitate to take the fight because of weight but preferably i would like to stay at adam weight because adam weight is my division and that's where i'm going to be able to take over
1: now there's not a lot of depth in adam weight though is that is that part of the decision making of going up to straw weight because there are more opponents and do you you think you'll be fighting there more um I mean as the sport evolves Adam weight will will come along but there is more competition at the strawweight division.
4: Yeah, it's been very hard for me to find opponents at Adamweight. weight. That's the reason why now half of my half of my professional fights haven't even been at atom weight, but after this fight I am looking to get signed to Invicta which they have a pretty solid Adamweight weight lineup.
1: Is there anybody in evicta in that you admire or, or, or obviously you have Amanda Bobby Cooper there Christy gar a great wrestling coach who are some of the females that are in MMA that you look up to
4: uh some of the females that I look up to in MMA um let me see uh Joanna, she's she's always great to watch uh you know I, I look up to Bobby because she's my training partner and she's You know, I've I've watched her go from just starting out as a professional to now being in the UFC, and that's really inspiring. Um, Sharon Jacobson, who's also a a phenomenal wrestler, I love watching her because, I mean, she started out where I started out, and now she's doing great things. And actually, um, uh, yeah, I would say Mm that.
1: All right. Uh, any predictions before the big fight on Saturday? Do you think uh, you'll win by submission? Do you think it'll ref stoppage, or do you think that this fight could go the distance?
4: Uh, it's not going to go the distance. I'm going to finish her in the first or the second round. Um, whether it's submission, knockout, or TKO, I don't. I don't know. It could be any of them, but I'm going to stop her.
3: Confidence. You must be training hard.
4: Yes, I am. Uh, since, since our last fight, I mean, I've, I've now, I'm, I'm a purple belt now, so I understand jujitsu at a whole nother level that I didn't understand it then. I've been working with a Muay Thai coach and a strength and conditioning coach. I've, I'm in the best shape I've ever been in. I'm looking better than I ever have been. I'm moving sharper. I, I'm, I'm a completely different athlete than last time I stepped in the cage.
1: Now this is their night of champions. Is there a belt on the line for this fight?
4: Uh, no, there is not.
1: Oh man, I, I gotta get a mic and Norby about that. We gotta get a belt for like. It seems <laughs> like a, a night of champions. Every every fight should have a belt. I'm, I'm gonna actually Yeah, I mean if
4: they, right if they if they want to put a belt on the line, I'll take it. <laughs>
1: They should like I mean Knight of champions I mean and you are fighting I thought you were the co-main event but I know you're fighting in the last three or four fight I know I know you're high up on the card so well we thank wish you me. the best of luck um, uh, I'm, I'm almost positive you're going to come away with victory and then uh, it sounds like the Invicta deal is on the table if uh, everything goes well on Saturday so best of luck
4: thank you thank all right
1: you. thanks for joining us and uh, we'll, we'll be there on Saturday good luck Thank you for having me. All right, that is uh, Lisha Zapatella, and uh, she fights on Saturday at Night of Champions. Uh, Cody's going to take off here in a second, but before Cody does take off, I wanted to uh, uh, talk Fat Tuesday with Cody and everyone in the room. So, as a fighter, you give up a lot already in camp, right? Have uh, you ever given up stuff for Lent in your lifetime or anything? Mm-hmm, is there? No. Right, you're probably giving up already a lot for fighting camp. So tomorrow, you're not going to give up anything for Lent forty days forty nights
3: uh no uh no no i've've given up uh alcohol sugar uh my entire life for <laughs> the last eight weeks so I feel like I've already put my <laughs> put my time in um and plus I feel like uh people really come up with things that they don't already like do a lot of the times and that's what they give up so it's kind of like I think you'd really have to something that you really uh, like a, a vice that you have, a daily vice that right. you have, and if you gave that up, that'd be impressive to see. Um, it'd be more impressive if after after Lent you just never did it again because you realized that you didn't need it, and that's you know. Is that think, the idea behind it? I don't know.
1: Well, no. Uh, the, so the idea is to uh, to feel like the, the pain that, you know, the Lord Savior went through, like the, the, the repentance. But like there was a time I gave up Coke and it carried over, I think, until September. And then I made the mistake of like in September doing it. And that was like, oh, man. Yeah,
0: and I fell start, right back into Coke. Just Coca-Cola, not cocaine. Yeah. Just, just for our <laughs> listeners. <laughs> I can't afford cocaine. What are you talking about? I'm just, I'm just, <laughs> just for people out there that might be listening. I was, cool. I was, I <laughs> was either way. I was like, well, <laughs>
1: "Good for you, you know." Uh, uh. So this year, uh, because uh, I don't know, I just. Are, we, are you guys giving stuff up? Yeah, I don't know if I'm giving up something as much as changing myself better. Tell me if I'm giving up something. So for Lent, I'm going to clean for 15 minutes a day. And then also give away something that I don't need anymore to either a charity. So whether it be a shirt I don't wear anymore or something that somebody else can use. And that's that's my an 40 an issue with, with keeping everything. Yes. I mean, I got I every for laminate and everything. Too. So so that's what I'm going to do. So it, 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 that is a challenge for me to like mm. 15 minutes to purge and, and to try to, to, to give away something a day to so somebody happy. that needs it.
3: I feel like I feel like that's gonna make Rochelle out really happy. Oh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I purge, Jimmy. Jimmy, what are you gonna give up?
0: Well, first of all, I don't do Lent. Um, I'm not. I, I Party don't. Pooper. Well, I don't. I mean, <laughs> I was born. I, I was born. Well, hold on. I was born and raised Catholic. I did the baptism. Yes, we to,
2: know. We've met your parents at yeah. church. Yeah, yeah I did
0: the. I, I just went to my niece's baptism on Sunday. You know, born in the Catholic Church, baptized, confirmation, First Communion, all that kind of stuff like that. But then I got older and I walked away from the church um, because I don't like organized religion. I just don't. I All the rules in the world can be brought back to organized religion. Nothing against a specific religion in general, but I just don't like organized religion. I'm spiritual, but I don't like the dogmatic, you know, viewpoints of different religions. With that said, though, I am going to give something up for Lent, not because I'm giving up something for Lent, but because I want to do it as, like, a challenge to myself. Uh, I'm going to give up uh, any kind of sugar for the next 40 days. You mean, like, bread and everything? No, sugar. Not, not well, like... Well, if it's natural, then that's fine. So, like, fruits, uh, vegetables, stuff like that, that have, like... Uh, um, You know Natural sugars in them That's fine But I'm talking like
2: Processed sugar Processed sugar
0: So no White sweets yeah. No treats you're, No pop No You know anything like that You're probably
3: gonna shed A bunch of weight too Well that's Not even really realize that's,
0: That, that is kind of The whole point behind this Yeah I looked in the Actually I looked at a photo From the christening yesterday and I were went you the no, no, I you the Were you staring at
1: yourself In the mirror No no I think that was A Freudian slip You were staring at yourself In the mirror
0: no, I, I mean, I, I look at myself in the mirror, but, like – and I know that, like, you know, there's things. But there was one particular picture I saw, and I just went, motherfucker. Uh. I'm like, I, I got to do something. So, And and I have a hard time with working out, um, not because I have a hard time with working out, but working out does – and I, I don't want to say it on the air because it's kind of TMI. But working out does something to my body that I'm, I'm, I'm fine for a while, but then it just exacerbates the issue, so I have to back off. And when I back off, it just becomes pointless. Hmm. You know. So how about are you, sound engineer,
1: Rochelle? What are you, what are you giving?
2: <laughs> up? Um, I've actually considered because uh, I gave up coffee for the most part. I had one mm. the other day. Ouch. But I haven't had coffee. But that
1: goes into what Cody's saying. You are already weaning off it, so there's no challenge there.
2: No, because I'm going to push it into caffeine, period. Oh, okay. That means no give
3: tea. Up, give up uh, sugar. Yeah. I did
2: that. but Well, I didn't give up sugar, but I did give up sweets, and that's very difficult for me. You know
3: what we should do, Cody, as so, a challenge? I did that a
2: couple of years ago.
1: Not this camp, because this camp's coming to close, but me and me and uh, Jimmy, we should follow you through a camp, and you tell us what you eat every day, and we we, we try to do it. Oh, I'll, give you, I'll give you a uh No no, we gotta do it with you as like a as a, a team undercard kind of support thing.
3: Right to but I'll give you like an idea like what my daily intake would be like. Uh yesterday I wanna say I had um like a meal replacement shake. And then I had um like a, a spinach and avocado salad.
2: Ooh. That's
3: Plain all good just Spinach avocado and garlic salt. And then for dinner, I had a a tuna steak and some veggies, totaling like 1,200 calories. No sugar, no Mm. nothing on anything. And I worked out three times. I don't know if we'll do the workout part, but
1: (laughs) I think we'll do the diet part with you
3: as like as uh, as, as team. the, The thing, the hardest thing about it is, uh, is just, Staying consistent, you know what I mean? Because there's so many other things to eat, you know, and I'm like really on like a really strict, low carb, no sugar, no BS, you know what I mean? And there's sugar and BS in everything you eat. Everything. Everything has sugar in it. I actually ate a pickle yesterday.
0: It has sugar in it.
3: And that, like, some sometimes they don't. You know, what I mean, sometimes there's yeah. calories, no sugar. And like, I was like, this pickle's really good. It's got sugar in it for sure. And it looks, yeah, sure enough, it's like seven um, grams.
0: I I found that a lot of like the halal and kosher type pickles don't have like the added sugar and stuff yeah, in it. Kosher, yeah, kosher yeah. stuff doesn't. Yeah,
3: it's crazy. It's just crazy. Like things that you wouldn't think you know yeah. have any carbs in them, and they're just like loaded with. Yeah, and then the whole sugar-free. It's just loaded with all kinds of other chemicals. crap other yeah. chemicals and See, stuff you had that a, don't need you had
1: a 1200 uh, tw- 1200 calorie day yesterday i had a donut today from opunchi that was 1200 calories <laughs> yeah that's crazy yeah. just I, one I donut with donut. custard
3: I would love which it. was just <laughs> well, I think you stop it stop incredible. it
2: I think, uh, stop it my
3: <laughs> brother we went grocery shopping last night Yeah, he bought like eight boxes of donuts and left them on the counter <laughs> and like I'm like, I didn't uh, I didn't go to bed till like two in the morning and so like I like went in the kitchen and there's just there's boxes of donuts you can smell donuts. it I could smell the yeah, donuts you can I was sitting it. in the living room and I like opened his door Put all the donuts in his room and shut his door. Yeah, and he woke up and he's like, "Dude, what?" Why? He texted me like, "Why did you do that?" I'm like, "Because I was gonna destroy those donuts. <laughs> I'm like, I just cannot—you cannot put that stuff around. Yeah, you're crazy. Yeah.
1: Well, uh, we know you gotta take off a little earlier tonight. Uh, you're in camp and stuff, but um, we'll see you next week. And uh, we're getting close to fight day for you. We'll keep bringing yeah. Uh, yeah. it. Just gotta stay healthy. Stay, do it. Stay ready. We should reach out to Brian and see if he, he join on the undercard. That would be cool.
0: Yeah." Why not? He might
1: not though. If he, if he's I mean, he might him. not. He might. Who knows? I want to see some sp- verbal sparring before the
2: well, What are you doing for Sydney tomorrow?
3: Um, I am. Uh, he's working I'm her, out. I'm he's eating, eating a, an
0: avocado. I'm gonna. I'm
3: gonna bring her flowers to work, and I'm cooking her dinner. Oh, that's nice. Getting making her. So you can do that. You can cook her dinner
2: and and not.
3: Yeah, I'm gonna cook myself something good too, but like really healthy. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. portobello mushrooms and uh, Ooh, yeah. avocado and a venison steak.
0: God, avocados oh, are venison so good. Steak, man, that sounds really good. It is really good. <laughs> like super lean.
3: It's it
1: actually yeah. is really
0: good. See, I couldn't do his diet because I can't afford his meals. Well, what we could do but is actually, just do the calories, and we tell ven- him
1: what we. The yeah. venison
0: steak is. Uh, I shot the deer, so it was like. <laughs> Why? Well, like the I, cheapest way to you, do it. Well, yeah, but I mean, <laughs> I don't have time to go hunting. That's my problem. I'll, I'll shoot one for you. Yeah, all right. <laughs> I think we could do it. I mean, uh, there's stuff that he's
1: probably eating that I wouldn't touch, but if, if he everything knows that, that it he falls, said, It's
3: the same con- – uh, But it's the concept. Yeah, every like 1,200 and no sugar. But veggies, everything that he said, I would lean love protein. to eat. Veggies, lean protein. Yeah. That's the concept. Like almost every – and like you're my, not eating meat during the day,
0: like only at night. Right. You're my my biggest my biggest thing is like eating healthy is super expensive. Yeah. Like it's super expensive to buy because you can't just go to like Myers and buy chicken. You right. got to buy the free range, GMO free, like the the real chicken, not the 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 Meyer, you know, cheapo chicken. I could eat the chicken, but that's not the good chicken. You got to pay Eight dollars, nine dollars for a pound. T- so I used to uh, for a tiny for four tiny little strips of chicken. You
3: when know, I was when I was eating like, super healthy and I was on a you know budget, didn't have a lot of money. I used to go to I used to buy everything from uh, Gordon Foods. Yeah, and yeah. You got to be okay with eating the same shit every day, though. Yeah. So it was like I literally I'd buy eggs, I'd buy spinach, I'd buy frozen blueberries, mm. um, oatmeal, and chicken. Yeah, I can't. Oatmeal is the one thing that I cannot. So eat. I'd have oatmeal's, oatmeal, oatmeal yeah. and blueberries uh, in the morning. I'd have spinach, and <laughs> yeah, uh, spinach salad with some kind of like white yeah. dressing, and then spinach and chicken at night. Yeah, and I I, I ate that meal every day, every yeah. day. You know, six days a week. You know, yeah. one day I would eat whatever I wanted. Right, and uh, God, it was th- horrible. <laughs>
0: Well, I mean, I, I, I could, I can, I can do that. I can eat that and I can go for a while eating the same thing or whatever. The only thing out of that menu that I cannot eat is oatmeal. Cause I had, I was in the Boy Scouts and I had this terrible experience with oatmeal one time and it has literally ruined me. I don't want to know ruined me for oatmeal the rest of my life. Someone put some special sauce in it? No, it was... It sounds they, like he no, shit his we were, pants. We, yeah. were, we were cooking it, we were cooking it, and then I had to clean it out, and, like, and there was, it was, like, black, and then, like, yellow and green, and it had this putrid smell to it, and it made me throw up. So now, anytime I smell oatmeal, I immediately throw up. It's horrible. All right. Well, you take care, Cody. We'll see yeah. you next week, buddy. Yeah, we'll
1: see you. Oh yeah, yeah. I'll be there Saturday.
0: Yeah, I'm sorry. I don't know what's going on this weekend. What? Didn't we just
2: have an interview with a girl who's fighting this weekend? Oh, should come out. I didn't at Crystal, Crystal Garden. Okay. okay, I thought that Take was Friday that. night.
0: No, no, no. Come okay. on, Saturday. I Saturday I can do. All right. Saturday I can do. I don't. I. I mean, I might be a little bit late, but I can do Saturday. I thought that was a Friday night fight. Don't worry,
1: it's gonna go late.
2: Don't you do what's on tap?
0: Yeah. I already did What's on Tap.
2: Right. Shouldn't you have known that it, Saturday was the fight?
0: But that's not on my What's on Tap. It should be. It's not, though, because it doesn't show. If it's not on, like, the main pages or whatever, I don't know. It's... Research. I, I do research. You're here every Tuesday. I do research. <laughs> but if it's not on Tapology, on Sheardog, or on... Uh, what's the other one? Then I don't know about it, because I can't just look up... There's so many, like, independent things that if it's not on one of those three, like, I have to, like, shrink it down from all the noise. That's right. So I do look it up, but if it's not on one of those three major ones, I don't know about it.
1: I think you should include Monster Jams and Truck Rallies, too, now in there, what's up. No, app.
0: I'm not doing that. <laughs> M- truckzilla is oh, going to be Saturday playing. at Sunday, Demo- Sunday, Des Moines, Sunday. Iowa. Yeah. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday at the Silverdome Tru- Monster Truck Tru- Rally. Truckzilla <laughs> and Grave Digger. Grave Digger. Grave <laughs> Digger. Des Moines, Iowa. <laughs> Des Moines, Iowa <Ottawa> Fairgrounds. <laughs> exactly. Weather permitting.
1: Sell the whole seat. You only need the edge. That's right. <laughs> Just see see where uh, Monster Jam is. Uh no, I think that would be kinda neat to go through a camp with him and and, and stay disciplined with him. There's a lot of I shit get, he'll I mean, eat that I won't but I, if I, we run down. When and... I
0: was when I was doing all that beach body stuff and I lost a shit ton of weight, it was because, you know, I was eating right, I was exercising. Like I can do it. My problem is the the issue that I have when I'm working out. And then also like, like I had saved up I had a savings, right? Right. I had saved up a good chunk of money, but because eating healthy is so goddamn expensive. Oh, yeah. I blew through my savings just buying healthy food. Yep. You know? It, it's it's ridiculous.
1: Yeah. Um. The whole, when you know, Jared with the Subway diet and stuff, it, it, it was more him probably walking because the Subway, I just, well, there's no. a lot do of you calories. Know, well, Subway. do
0: you know what he did? He walked like many miles to go to the subway. He bought a six inch, like the healthiest thing that you can get. And he also had them scoop the bread out. So it was just the outer shell with all the fruits and or not fruits, the veggies and, and meats or whatever. And it was like the healthy. Yeah. It was the bread's horrible for you. It's, well, it is if you get. Like the the wrong kind of bread. Like there is good bread that you can get. You just can't have a lot of it. You know what I'm saying? So it's – yeah. It, it So yeah, he was only – and he wasn't drinking any pop. He wasn't drinking any like chip or drinking chips. He wasn't eating any chips. It was just that six-inch, you know, scooped out the bread, whatever, sandwich. And he walked like – I think it's like five miles each way to get to that Subway. Yeah, uh, that's the that's the whole thing. It's just that, I mean, um, I mean, and I, I mean, if we're really talking about it, honestly, probably lost all the weight chasing around those young kids. Oh, I'm just yipes, saying, man. Yikes. I mean, harsh. No, it's not. No, I know. No, it's, it's, harsh. it's not harsh. I know. I just, People not, like that need to be called no, out. And
1: he was. He, and he he's was. He's going to jail. Dude. Yes,
0: he's exactly. Uh, hold on. Uh, 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 the Monster Jam, the next one is, hold on, I'm, I'm trying to find it, because you...
1: You got time, because, like,
0: I'm only on 21% of updating still on the computer, so <laughs> uh, I'll it. it was in California, uh, was the last, oh, wait, next stop, uh, no, hold on, February 3rd, San Diego, California... Yeah, so it was in California last. Okay. So, Gravedigger? Uh, Gravedigger. Uh, oh, shoot. You're going to make me go back again. No, I saw the Batman oh. one with Aiden like six years ago. Batman. I told you I went to the very first Monster Truck rally at the Silver Dome and the very last one, right? No, but that is so cool. I was, I was, so I was a little kid when I went, of course, to the first one. Um, and, uh, so I got, I'm trying to remember it would had to be like 80, like 82 or 83 or somewhere around there. And, uh, went to the like the very first monster truck rally at the Silverdome. And then, uh, and then when they were shutting down the Silverdome and it was going to be the very last one, I was, of course, much older. And a buddy of mine said, Hey, do you want to go see the last monster truck rally at the Silverdome? And I'm like, yeah, I was at the first one. I might as well see the last one. So, yeah, the very first one, the very last one. Um, let's see. Uh, they have Grave Digger. They have... Grave Digger. Zombie. Zombie. Uh, hold on. I'm trying to find... They have Earthshaker. shaker um, it. Hold on. I'm trying to find... Uh, uh, hold on. Oh, here we go. Trucks and Drivers. Hold on. We have Alien Invasion, Avenger, Bad News Travels Fast, Barbarian, Big Kahuna, Black Stallion, Blue Thunder, Bounty Hunter, Devastator, Dragon, Earthshaker, El Toro Loco, uh, FS1 Cletus, Gas Monkey Garage, Grave Digger. <coughs> Excuse me. It um, <laughs>
1: That Voice made you develop a cough, <laughs> yeah.
0: Great Clips, Mohawk Warrior, Hot C. Ice Cream Man, Iron Outlaw, Jailbird, Jester, Lucas Oil Crusader, what the fuck? Master of Disaster, Max D, Megalodon, Midnight Rider, Monster Energy, Monster Mutt, Monster Mutt Dalmatian, Monster Mutt Rodweiler. <laughs> These are terrible. Mutant. New Earth Authority. North Nightmare. Obsessed. Overboard. Overkill Evolution. Pirate's Curse. Raminator. Ramunition. <laughs> Saigon Shaker. The Scarlet Bandit. Scooby-Doo. Slinger. Soldier Fortune. Soldier Fortune. Black Ops. Son of a Digger. Stinger. Son of a d- Stone Crusher, Team Hot Wheels Firestorm, Time Flies, VP Racing, Mad Scientist, Wildflower, Wild Thying, Wonder Woman, Exterminator with an X, Extreme Diesel with an X, and Zombie. Wow. Oh my God. Some of those names, I mean. The Raminator, Ramunition.
1: <laughs> there, yeah, so I mean, there probably was never uh, a stadium built more perfect for that than this Pontiac Silverdome. I mean that that screamed. I mean, first off, you, so you have the dome. So, uh, you know, I, I saw Monster Jam in uh, at Ford Field. And it was loud. I mean, it, you know, it's bouncing off the ceiling. There's nowhere for the sound to escape. But the Silver Dome also had with that natural light and how it would get dark with the dome. That mm-hmm. had to be really cool, dude, to see that. Yeah. You're lucky,
0: man. And That's by awesome. the way, Son of a Digger is Grave Digger's son. Oh, I believe it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. Well, isn't there like three different drivers of Grave Digger?
0: Uh, like the guy that
1: originally drove uh, Grave Digger only does it like part time now. All
0: right, hold on, I'm going to find Grave Digger. Here, on, here we go.
1: Like he only he only does certain dates on the uh, drivers.
0: Months. Dennis Anderson, Adam Anderson, Charlie, yeah, Poutkin, Pablo Huffaker, <laughs> Randy Brown. That's unfortunate Morgan, name. F u h u f f a k e r Huffaker. Boy. Uh, it's like Gaylord Fokker exactly. <laughs> meet the parents. The uh, PA Cain, I'm not gonna say that. Kristen Anderson and Tyler Ming Menega.
1: So there's a lots of drivers. So yeah. The, the trucks. Uh, Dennis
0: Anderson cool. was the first one. Came up with the concept for Grave Digger back in 1981. Originally built out of a uh, old 1957 Chevy panel wagon and parts these crowns from junkyards. Grave Digger, as of today, has grown by leaps and bounds. See, when and, uh, since you know yeah. a
1: little bit about Monster Jam, whatever happened to Bigfoot because like when I was a kid, like you you had remote they retired. control car Bigfoot.
0: Yeah. But they,
1: I mean, the truck could still go on Drave Diggers. Well, could no, go on because forever, the guy
0: but. the guy that drove it, it was one guy I think that drove it and um I I think when he retired, he retired Bigfoot, but let me look it up. Hold on. I'm going to see if I can find out.
1: But Bigfoot, I had a Power Wheel kind of like a Uh, truck and then I also had uh, remote control Bigfoot but when I was growing up Bigfoot was the one to see that and truck source yeah
0: uh, Bigfoot built in 1975, debuted in 1979. is regarded as the original monster truck. Right. Other trucks with the name Bigfoot have been introduced in the years since, and it remains a well known monster truck moniker in the United States. Bigfoot Four x Four Incorporated is owned and operated by its creator, Bob Chander. There you go. Uh, right. Let's see. <laughs> Causing car, crushing cars in Pontiac Silverdome, Michigan, in 1983, Bigfoot began receiving friendship from Ford Motor Company. And so, you know, have have, uh, yeah, it used to have two Ford flags flying yeah, from the back let's of see, it. present day. Uh, let's see, uh, in 2005, Bigfoot's sponsorship with Ford ended, although it was not announced officially until 2007. Uh, oh no. I don't. I don't know why. Maybe it's just not on the roster right now. Uh, it seems like Bigfoot it one, Bigfoot two, Bigfoot three, Bigfoot four. Miss Bigfoot. And also Bigfoot Ranger, Bigfoot Shuttle, Bigfoot 5, Bigfoot 6, Bigfoot Fast Tracks, Bigfoot 7, Bigfoot Race Rock, Bigfoot 8, (laughs) Bigfoot 9, Bigfoot 10, Bigfoot 11, Bigfoot 12, 14, 15, Bigfoot Race Rock 2, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21 is the current one. Active race truck as of 2016. The truck is competing as Summit Racing Equipment Bigfoot. Uh, Bigfoot 21 was completed. I guess it's still running, but I guess maybe just not with Monster Jam.
1: All right. Well, we'll see everybody next week in uh, more Monster Chuck talk. Actually, actually, you know what? I had fun when I went to Monster (laughs) Chuck. I'd do it again. It always (laughs) falls on a fight weekend.
0: It's, you know, it's just – Silly fun, you know.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I wasn't really rooting for a truck or anything like that. Right. So, all right. Thank you to sound engineer Rochelle for doing a, a good job. Jimmy for co hosting. Cody for co hosting. Um. Ooh, wow, something just happened. Uh, no, we're at twenty seven percent. They did it finally. Up. To no, you? we're only at twenty seven percent. I'm going to be here till midnight. So I will talk to uh, everybody soon. <laughs> we'll be back next week. Take care. Oh.